Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Monday, August 28th, 2023, and today is our 199th devotional. And today we're looking at the person Esau as we continue in our character series on people that are examples to us. I would say Esau is a bad example to us, or he is an example of what not to do. Um, and, and you find that Esau, uh, he brings a little bit of controversy with him because the Bible tells us that God hated Esau. Um, we find that in Romans chapter 9, verse 13, it says this, as it is written, Jacob have I loved and Esau have I hated. And I find this verse to be quite interesting because people will use this quite often to say, see, there are some people that God loves and some people that God hates. And if you're one of the ones that God hates, good riddance to you. And I don't think that's quite what this is saying. Uh, you need a little bit more context with it and with Romans and whatnot. But we'll look at his life just a little bit and see why was it that God hated Esau. Um, Esau uh, was the firstborn of uh, Isaac and Rebekah. Um, and Rebekah had prayed and prayed uh, for God to give her children. It took uh, several years for her to have children. And then when she did have children, they were struggling in her, the womb, the twins. And when they were born, you had Esau, which was a hairy red child. Uh, and, and you had Jacob grabbing his heel. And so, but that's where the name Esau comes from, or Edom. And, and as the story continues, you find the whole story of Esau uh, between Genesis chapter 25 and Genesis chapter 32. Uh, and, and in that whole time, uh, Esau is just a, uh, what you might call a secondary figure in the scriptures, but he's secondary for some major reasons. Um, why did God hate him? Why was it that God did not love him? Was it because he was born wrong or because he looked different? Uh, I don't think that was it at all. Um, God hated Esau because of how Esau lived. And, and you find that God hated Esau after the birth. Now, before the birth, it said that the older would serve the younger and the younger would rule over the older. And so, um, but that's not basically saying that God hated Esau in that. It's just saying that, that Jacob would rule over Esau. And why was it that Jacob ruled over Esau? Well, Esau, first off, he despised his birthright. He looked towards the the present, the temporal, uh, famous story um, is when uh, you have Esau is out hunting. He uh, doesn't get anything to eat and he thinks he's going to die. And he comes back uh, towards their tent, towards where they live and finds Jacob out in the field. And Jacob has prepared something to eat. Um, he has lentils and uh, he has food. He's got bread. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was unleavened bread at the time. Uh, he had this prepared and Esau said, give me something to eat. 
And Jacob sees an opportunity here. He says, well, sell me your birthright. And Esau does it. And he goes on his way, doesn't think a thing about it. Uh, he despised his birthright. Uh, could he not have gone just a few more miles without eating? Could he not ha have waited just a little bit longer before he ate? Could he not have prepared it himself? No, he was a very... Uh, a person that had to have what he wanted right then, right there. And, and that caused huge problems for him. Uh, when it came to his wives, he had to have what he wanted right then, right there. He wasn't willing to wait on uh, Isaac to go and find him a wife. Uh, he wasn't willing to allow his parents to help him and direct him on what to do. Where Jacob uh, he went to where his parents said, and he did what they told him to do. Um, Esau was not that way at all. And, and so Esau despised his birthright. Uh, Esau put things ahead of the relationship. Um, you see this quite often, uh, and, and it's almost a um, just behind the scenes what's going on here. When Jacob comes back, um, and even when Jacob leaves, uh, it, it says that Esau hated him, and tradition has it that um, as as Jacob was fleeing from Esau because Jacob had had deceived Isaac and stolen the blessing, not just the birthright, but he had stolen the blessing. Uh, Esau uh, then gets angry with him and says, "You." tricked me out of my birthright, and now you have stolen my blessing. And he wasn't tricked out of his birthright. He sold it. He gave it away. He despised it. And uh, then when, when he couldn't get that back because Jacob wanted that, that was preeminent for him. When he couldn't get that back, uh, now he starts it caused a rift in the relationship. And when Jacob came back, um, he he's trying to appease. And it, it appears that he did appease him, but the relationship was not mended. Uh, they were amiable. They were pleasant one to another. Uh, Esau did not kill Jacob. He didn't destroy him. Uh, but he uh, Jacob paid a lot for that freedom. And Esau just leaves him alone. And so the relationship was never what it should have been afterwards. And on the one hand, that's Jacob's fault because Jacob tricked him. Jacob didn't do what he should have done. But on the other hand, it's Esau's fault too, because he was always looking for things. Things were more important to him than the relationships were, it appears to me. He was always more uh, focused on what he could get right now in the present. And, and so as we look at his life just a little bit, or as we consider him, we won't say we've looked at his life, but as we consider him just a little bit, what can we learn from Esau? Well, it's important, not just, um, it is not just who we are, but the way we live that either angers God or pleases God. In, in Psalm chapter uh, 7, verse 11, it says this, God judgeth, judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Um, 
we often think of God as being loving and kind, um, especially in in the culture that we live in, uh, that God accepts us the way we are. And, and to a certain extent, that's correct. Uh, God does accept us the way we are, but he refuses to let us stay that way. I think it was Max Lakeda that said that uh, in one of his books. But uh, God wants us to change because we're not perfect and we need to change. And a wicked person will not change. Um, we also find that uh, his prayer was an abomination to God because uh, he prayed and, and God did not hear it. God did not accept uh, his prayer. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 8, it says this, The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. And so we've got to learn that what was it about Esau's prayer? What was it about Esau's life that God just despised? I think it's this, that, and, and we see this in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 16 and 17. Uh, it said, um, lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright, for ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance though he sought it carefully with tears. He could not repent. He didn't know how to repent. And I think that's something that we all struggle with to a certain extent. Uh, repentance is just a difficult thing. How do we turn and go the other way? Uh, it seems like our sin is like with David. He says, my sin is always before me. And, and so but he had true repentance, David did. He didn't try to cover it up. He didn't try to blame anyone else. Where Esau, he, it, it appears that he blamed Jacob for his bad fortune. Uh, he blamed his parents for his bad fortune. Uh, he didn't accept it himself. He didn't acknowledge his, he was crying. He wanted that blessing uh, when he went to Isaac and the blessing was already given to Jacob. He cried, give me a blessing. And there was no blessing to be had. Uh, and he had already sold it away. He had already given up his birthright. And so uh, we can learn from Esau that we, we need to learn to have delayed gratification. Uh, put off uh, that uh, candy bar. You don't need it right now. Uh, wait a little bit. Be willing to wait on that thing. Save up for things. Don't have to have it right now. That's one of the big problems that we have in our day and age is that we have to have what we want right now. And that's very much like Esau. Uh, we ought not be like him. We ought to be content with such things as God gives us. So I hope that's a help. I hope that's an encouragement to you. Uh, I know it's a little bit more of a negative devotional, but sometimes we need to be warned uh, about the way that we are living. And if it's anything like Esau's, we need to repent with true repentance. So I hope that's a help. Until the next time, auf Wiederhören.